Hello, how are you? This is John Funderburg, and I just finished watching the House of the House of the Dragon, and it was amazing, riveting television. It brought us back, and to me, picked off emotionally, and exciting, riveting, intense. Where Game of Thrones left off, but I have a caveat: not where the Game of Thrones left off in the in the finale, but where it left off after the long night. I think after the long night for the uh, Game of Thrones, that should have been the end of it. The rest of it, they kind of the storyline fell off for me. So when I reference the end of the Game of Thrones, I am talking about the long night, and it left off right there. So the reason why the House of Dragons is was for me amazing was it add layered and visual storytelling of the Targaryens who we've always heard about. When the Targaryens were introduced in the Game of Thrones, it was introduced as two people that were in hiding. And the powerful houses, the House of Stark, of course, and the Lannisters and the Baratheons, they were the powerful houses during that time. So to see the House of Targaryen and everything that they've done to visually see that in pictures brought another layer to to the Game of Thrones. So the story starts out with the king picking an heir. The king had to pick an heir because his two sons had passed away and he needed to pick an heir and it was a choice between two family members and he chose the son and he chose a Prince Viserys, Viserys Targaryen, who was played by Patty Con uh, Considine and Prince Viserion was, I believe, a good king. He was benevolent, nice, and not a warrior in spirit. But Prince uh, Viser uh, Prince Viserius had a brother, Prince Damien, who was, to me, more of a warrior, take charge kind of person. And the small council did not like him. The same small council that we saw in Game of Thrones is the same small council that we see here in House of Dragons where you have the different heads of state or the heads of government affairs or cabinet, however you want to call it, meet and they discuss the affairs of the kingdom. So Prince Viserys is now king and the story picks up nine years later. He has a child, he has a daughter and the the daughter is named Rhaenyra and so he, but he wants a son as an heir. And when the story picks up nine years later, his wife is pregnant and he believes it's a son. So we see the difference of the throne. The throne is a lot of swords, but it also has swords on both sides, about 15 feet. And the sword sticks straight up. It looks like a very prickly minefield of swords. And we also see all of the familiar uh, places in the Game of Thrones. Uh, we see the front gate where Narius broke through with her dragging and, and, and killed the Golden Company. We see the tree, the, the, the red tree that Bran sat under and was rescued by his sister from the White Walkers. And we see where, we, we see the, the pathway that the White Walkers walked and it added layer to that scene from, from the Game of Thrones, seeing that 172 years before. We see the courtyard when Prince Rhaenyra Targaryen was walking through and we see that same courtyard that Cersei was planning on, was making her war plans for the Seven Kingdoms. So we are now taken back to the place where, where we're now familiar. And then after the, after the son, I'm sorry, his wife was pregnant and we see that. So what the king did was the king called games 
to celebrate the birth of his son, who he hoped it was a son, in celebration of the king. And the new king would have come out, with, of course, with a crown on his head, as they kind of joked about. So during the games, they had an amazing start. So after we had the start of the games, we saw an amazing display of brutal gamesmanship. Uh, you can, you can, the angles were amazing how they one thing the game of thrones or this franchise does really well is they film the intensity of battle scenes film the intensity and sound of the horses they they angles you can feel the the danger you can feel the peril you can feel the stakes are high and you can you can feel the the violence of the crashing of the jousting and you had many houses jousting. You had a Baratheon house that, that lost right away. I thought that was funny. And you had a you had a guy from Dorne that was just killing everybody. Not killing everybody, but beating everybody. But the prince's brother, who who is an amazing warrior, uh, Prince Damien, going up finally against the uh, prince from Dorne. And the prince from Dorne, of course, beat him in the jousting. But what I didn't know was that if you lost during the jousting, you can continue to battle with your sword and with your weapons. And they both went at it. So you had Dorne, the prince of Dorne, fighting the Targaryens. Um, and it was an amazing battle. It was an amazing battle. And in the end, prince of Dorne won, made, made my guy, Prince Damien, yield. And so after he yielded, then... The scene was also cut back and forth from when the the uh, king's wife was having the baby. And the baby was a breach. And so they had to make a decision. Do they save the baby or to save the mom or lose both? And the king decided to save the son. And we didn't have anesthesia back then. So he didn't tell her. He said, we were going to take the baby. And he held her hand. And, and they held her down. And they showed right there from the viewpoint of the woman how painful that was. And it really gave a lot of, a lot of visual uh, confirmation that having a baby during that time was was a dangerous uh, prospect, and so they cut the baby out. They showed a lot of it, and while at the same time they were showing the battle, they're going back and forth. So you had the intensity of the baby being born or cut out from the mother, and you had the intensity of the battle between the Prince of Dorne and the Prince Damien, and so that was a a very riveting. Uh, captivating 15 minutes of television that kind of set the what the House of Dragon will be like and I feel that it will be just as large just as big just as popular as his predecessor the Game of Thrones after that though the woman died but his son died also the baby that was taken out died a, a day later and and the, the king's brother decided to have a not a feast celebrating it but the way that he the way that he mourned was to have all of his boys in a whorehouse and they all have fun, but he was still not feeling it. Um, and he said some things he shouldn't have said. He said uh, he called the sons, the king's sons, heir for a day, um, and the king didn't like that. So the king heard about it through the hand. Now the hand of the king came, the hand of the house Hightower is, a, is an old and powerful noble house and the home is in Old Town, where the uh, Citadel is located. It's also known as the Reach. So the High Towers are known for their wealth, and they're affiliate, they're affiliated with the House of Tyrells, and so that's that, that's where that kind of came from. And he does not like Prince Damien, and he told the king. Prince Damien said these things. The king was like, "I'm going I'm going to summon him to my throne room." 
and he banned him from he banned him from from the city told him go back home to where he's from i forgot the name of the town right now and so prince damien got on his got on his uh dragon and left but he said some things before he left that i kind of agree with he said that the the council does not like me but i'm the only one that looks after you they know that you're weak and i can protect you as hand of the king but the king did not accept that it told and told him to go and he left and he named his daughter because his son died he named his daughter for the first time and it's been alluded to this is gonna be an issue his daughter the heir and she is responsible in case something happens to him that she is now the king or queen over the seven kingdoms and he gave her a secret that is passed down from all the Targaryens that one day there was a prophecy from Prince a from King um, Aegon that there's going to be a long night and the White Walkers will come and envelop the earth and a Targaryen will have to be the one to unite everyone to fight against that darkness that's going to come and each king that gets in succession hears that prophecy and is responsible to unite everyone when this happens and that is a way to tie the two series together she is uh ordained or united or or crowned as the next um king in case something happens to the present king and that's how we end it so the series is riveting it's uh you hear the music uh, the character I, I feel the character development is there because you don't know like for example uh prince damien you you don't know if he's a good guy if he's a bad guy but uh D damien or demon or prince demon how you pretty much pronounce it but you he, he's a layered guy because he does some vicious things. He's also the creator or the originator or the one that started the gold cloaks. And the gold cloaks was created because the crime in city was getting so great that it was starting to overwhelm, overwhelm. And with all the people coming uh, to King's Landing, he had to make sure that their people were safe. So he did a vicious night with his new gold cloaks and basically cut off all the hands of all the thieves. Uh, the rapists, he cut off, you know what? And he cut off so many body parts, they had to have two carts to pull them all away. And that's how he dealt with that overnight, so that to make the city safe. So you don't, you don't, you first you see, is, is, he, is he not a good guy? Is he not a bad guy? You don't know. But I feel that they are, this series, as his predecessor did at Game of Thrones, is doing an excellent job at uh, building and forming a character versus just assuming, you know, they are building a story arc for it for these for these new cast of characters that we are being introduced for the first time. We see, we see how you have uh, different houses vying for power, and you have different. But everyone, everyone wants to sit on the throne though, and that that is still like like Cersei said that uh, when you play the Game of Thrones, you have to play the win, and. It is a dangerous. The king said to who his daughter. I know I know it's coming around because I just saw it. So this this is my first kind of podcast on this. But the king said to his daughter that the game this this Game of Thrones is is the most important seat. It is dangerous. One of the most dangerous places in Westeros, and that is completely true. And you you can feel the the families around just looking at how to get their heir or how to get their people onto this seat so i i think it's going to be a uh, fantastic prologue series i think it's going to continue the franchise i think it's going to add value to the franchise 
and I think that we are in for a few good Sundays and a few good years of watching this. So this is my first podcast on this. I'm, I'll be podcasting every day about something, something I'm watching or something that's happening um, or just about other things. So thank you for listening and I will talk with you later.